Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is the brave luminary badass that is Rose McGowan. Uh, Rose has a New York Times bestselling memoir, Brave, which is out now, available wherever books are sold. Personally, I bought mine on audio because I prefer listening to all my books. And if you get it on audio, Rose narrates. So that's an added bonus treat. Check out her docuseries, Citizen Rose on E! And her album, Planet Nine, which is available for pre-order on iTunes. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Rose McGowan, as well as her uber-powerful hashtag, Rose Army. Oh my god. Uh, So this was like a super fun romp. Uh, It goes by way too quickly. Rose stopped stopped doing press, actually, but she did my podcast, and I am beyond grateful so we talk about a million different things. It's a tangential journey, as per the usual, and you guys get to be a fly on the wall of my very first super fun hang sesh with Rose McGowan. Um, I just respect her so much because she's been through so much. She's been through hell and back, and she works so hard. She's one of the first to lift the veil and go full throttle in a way that nobody else has and call attention to the rampant sexism and misogyny in Hollywood and our you know culture at large. And a big part of our conversation is how the only way to change all that is by really, you know, getting macro and changing the social construct. But you'll hear that in our conversation. I just want to say this before I throw us over to the usual podcast info and uh, our actual conversation. Whatever you think of Rose, uh, whoever you are out there, this is what I took away after meeting Rose McGowan. All right, she has nothing but love and wonderful, important intentions. She cares about people. She cares about all people. She's out there doing the work, being brave, just trying, making change and challenging people to wake up, look at their beliefs, question what's running them, challenging them to ask themselves why they think and feel and do the things they do, why they think what they think and why they think it's okay to treat people a certain way. She's trying to change the social construct. So we try to break out of this mold of whatever it is that we think it means to be a man or a woman and to let go of that baggage that the construct comes with. Anyway, I'm getting all riled up here, but uh, it's important. I just want to say that because I see these people on the internet, these trolls and people talking shit, but you don't get it. Zoom out a bit, okay? She's for the people, men, women, people of color, the trans community. What she's doing is macro. She's doing the best she can. She has a huge heart. So... I don't think now is the time to be petty with calling someone out for making a misstep here and there or not saying the perfect thing when they're on a road to a bigger goal, which is for the greater good. She's being of service when she doesn't have to. She's gone through plenty of her own trauma. So, you know, if you've got a problem, instead of being really mean and cruel and hateful, uh, why don't you get your point across by being loving and gentle with your const- you know, and constructive with your thoughts and opinions? Because, uh, I don't know, we're all just people living our lives, doing the best we can. And Rose, I just want to say I'm so thankful for you. And listen, I know it's easy for me to say this. Uh, I'm a cisgender white girl with bangs living in Los Angeles. You know, what do I know? But here's what I feel. I feel like there are too many monsters, real monsters out there, actively hurting people, that it doesn't make sense for good people with good intentions and love in their hearts to waste time fighting uh, fighting one another on a super like real low frequency about minutia all right uh so let's just be kind and loving and all fight towards the same cause for the greater good anyway 
That being said, let me give you the usual pertinent podcast info. If you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, tell everyone and anyone about it who will listen. Send all of your emails to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. We should definitely be friends on social media. Friend me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. And I want to say, Love Alexi is a listener-supported show. I never have commercials, and I'm about to go independent at the end of March. So if you want to support the show, if you love the show, uh, subscribe and pledge to my Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash Alexi, and I'll love you forever. Because when you become a Love Alexi patron, it helps me continue doing the show. When you make a pledge, uh, it just helps support the show so I can keep doing it. I can buy equipment when I go independent. And really what you're contributing, to, uh, what you're giving to, it, it means you're supporting something that entertains you and brings you joy that I do for free on a weekly basis. So it's very much appreciated. Uh, I also post unreleased content on my Patreon page as well as recommendations and just a lot of stuff. So you, you, find, you check it out yourself. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, that being said, let's get to it. Please enjoy my conversation with activist, singer, artist, writer, actress, and overall kind, brave, badass, Rose McGowan. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, damn it. Oh, my God. Gavin. Gavin, hi. Oh, my God. We start recording. My producer's here right when you walk in, but we can edit out anything. No, that's fine. Hi, Alexis. Oh, when I did the Nerdist podcast with um, Chris, Chris Hardwick, Hardwick, I for 15 minutes wasn't aware that we were recording. Oh, yeah, go ahead and tell people. What's your name? Uh, yeah. Gavin, nice oh, to meet you. Yeah, yeah of course. Okay. No, no, no. Well, I didn't mean to bash my head against that. This is Aristotle. Gavin, you? you guys sit wherever it's cozy. Hi, Aristotle. I know. It's a good thing. It's a great thing. Get you in make here. people reflect. Oh, man. Oh, my God. they're smart anyway. Wait, so you're making a documentary for Citizen Rose? He's in my hair. You're, wherever you want to be. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, this is huge. This should this is be lower? A, you, how do my, we, my, should make I her comfortable. My make her comfortable. <laughs> no, it's more my short factor. You're tiny. How, I am. You're like so powerful. You're powerful in this tiny. I'm only five foot four. Five but, four. Yeah. Hey. Oh my God. Do you want your headphones? Oh. Got headphones, sure. and I brought this for you. I don't know if you want it, but it's oh, I'm addicted to these okay. things. Yeah, I'll try it. it. Makes me feel it's pretty too. It's cute. Get design. I'm always about uh, design. That's how I feel. I'm like there's everything. Everything good. should be beautiful, but not That's, beautiful like beautiful like glossy, but just but with like, thought. Makes me happy to look detail. at detail. Yeah. Yeah, like someone made an effort to think about what your interaction is Exa- with this product, and then I got it, and then it tastes good, and I'm like, Boom. this is amazing. Um, so what, how can I accommodate you to make you feel... What is this for? Tell me what's so, happening. Uh, tell, what is happening? What's that's, happening? That's usually what I'm asking. Like, yeah. like where am so I and somebody... what is happening? Which I neglect to ask people usually a yeah. little too late into the thing. Oh, boy. Gavin is uh, my compatriot and um, works with me. And uh, Citizen Rose... Um, We've resumed shooting, but they're dark this week, so I'm just shooting. I've shot a lot of it on my own, what actually. What is it? Wouldn't mean the they're documentary. dark? Meaning that the people that are the... There's a proper production company, but we do like some of our own footage that she... She's the executive producer, so she edits it into the documentary. It's probably the cooler footage. Yeah. It's more... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's also... I mean, I started shooting for it three years ago. Yeah. 
It's very funny. We're wearing the same pants. Are we wearing the same pants like Levi's? Look at us. We're high waisted. No, we're fabulous. I mom jean butt that's, Levi's. That's my favorite. And Actually, I'm weird. I've never I feel sexy in them. Sorry. No, I'm, <laughs> I do too. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it only a women thing? Do men? I mean, who cares? I don't really care. We'll get to that conversation later. Yeah, yeah that's the point. It's like, I'm, I'm trying like, to be comfortable. Yeah, I feel good in this. I feel good in oh, these. Yeah. Don't and shake it, though, because it'll oh. explode. Oh, did we shake? Because I did no. that one time, and it was really embarrassing for me. Lots I mean, of things are embarrassing for me, but I also... Everything's mm. embarrassing for me. I kind of like got to a place where, I mean, so many people have tried to embarrass me for so long. I'm kind of unembarrassable because I actually literally do not give a fuck. Yeah, I want I, some I, of that. I can't really actually articulate I that more. Rub that off on me. Oh, God. It doesn't matter. Let me. Oh, it doesn't matter. It, it actually does not. It, it's kind of like what you think of me is honestly not my business. Not my business. Yeah, I've Because read that. otherwise you would die. Oh, I have to... Take us, I just have to say this to you for me, okay. for my sake. Okay. So this is when you came into my life and woke me up. I already, of course, had an awareness of you. But a few years ago, I heard you on the Bretty Sinellis podcast. And I heard you talking about the male gaze. And I heard you talking about, and you sounded very vigilant and rightfully so and angry and really trying to get it through his head, just whoever was listening to that podcast, about the male gaze and how difficult it is for women and how it's yeah. different for women. And it was so interesting, and it's embarrassing to admit this, and I might burst into tears right now, but I was like, the male gaze, what's that? I swear to fucking God. Like, and I remember I, you know, and you're talking about directing, and I, that's all I want to do is direct and make things, and I have this constant, uh, and I'll be done with this spiel, not to shrink myself. I have to tell you. not diminutive. I know. I just just love, yeah, diminish, shrink myself. Make yourself smaller. Make yourself, you're tall. I'm tall. Be it. It's so you hard. And no, it's not, actually. It is not that hard. Well, I, I believe ha- in you. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. When I just have to tell you this because you're here. Yeah. And it's so lovely that you even came. You're such a badass that you even come and do this because you know you don't have to, but you did. And that's so loving. I'll explain why in a sec. Okay. But, so. Can't wait. I've got an hour more things to say. So, so. the male gaze. <laughs> so you say this thing and I'm like, oh my God, what's the male gaze? Because I was raised by a misogynist and I, mm-hmm. and I, was, I became a female misogynist. I internalized mm. it. I looked at women through the eyes of a, mis- of a male misogynist. And I thought I unlearned that only to realize I lived in a world where every man is doing that, where, where that's how it, and it's... And women. And women are doing it. And when you said that, I went, oh my God, holy shit. Then I watched the documentary called Misrepresentation and mm-hmm. that opened up my eyes. And I DM'd you immediately because I was so inspired by you. Oh. And, and you wrote me right back and you were so kind. And I just feel like I've been waking up ever since. And then it's just so crazy. You're... You just change everything. You've lifted the veil, and it's like. Anyway, I just want to thank that, you. That you're welcome, and that couldn't be more important for me to hear because that's actually my work. I mean, that is what I do. My whole point, Rose Army, um, is about raising consciousness. By my goal is ten percent. If you want to keep going, you keep going, sister or brother. But you know, ten percent. I want more, and it's funny. Uh, depending on where I say that. Um, particularly in Los Angeles, so many, that's really ambitious. They love, that's their favorite thing for any kind of project or thought you have. And I said, yeah, you're, I don't think so, actually. I think people are capable of so much more, so much more. And I know they are, and a lot of them fight against it, you know. But the male gaze, you know, to explain to anybody that doesn't know, for me, I really started noticing it with, well, because I was a victim of it, you know. And they are, too. That's the thing. They're victims and trapped in this bullshit ideology of what they're supposed to be you know I I actually feel and I, I know a lot of people think this is weird more sorry for men 
I, I do because I just think, oh my God, you got stolen before your feet hit the ground, but then so did we. Oh God, yeah. You got stolen and showed what you were supposed to be through images, through messages, and that you're superior. And there's such a thing, you know, called the imposter syndrome. Oh, tell you about that. Okay, the imposter syndrome, usually it's applied to famous people and they say, oh, like they, they, like someone's really famous, but they do a lot of drugs and want to kill themselves and feel terrible because I'm sure everyone's going to find out they're a fake and that they don't really deserve their success. I never had that because I clawed and scraped the entire time and also never considered myself famous, maybe more infamous, um, but also famous and celebrity, like really dumb words. But the imposter syndrome, I think, um, speaks honestly to a lot of men. And I think they know that it's, that it's not true. The, the thing that they're given from birth of you are superior, um, because there's just clear evidence that none of, no one is superior to either. But if we are going to say, play the superior game, Obviously, just like people of color deal with things on a lot deeper level than we do, you know, and men, um, especially white males, deal with things on a a much simpler level. Uh, Even the ones that have it the hardest, if you then slotted another person into your role, you you could, I think, quite easily see the difference. And so I think there's this fight for superiority um, because they're told they are, and there's this fight to be to prove they're not imposters. But I think who wants to be, like, who cares? It doesn't even exist. The, yeah. the construct isn't there. Just, it is, it's, and the thing is, is that, you know, having grown up with my father who needed to be worshipped by women desperately. He did. Oh, yeah. He was like, you know, he was like a rock star and Jesus was his guitar. Wait, was he a cult leader? I mean, I don't know. Of the anything. Italian chapter, yes, of oh. Children of God. Children of God, okay. So he, um, and I was always being lectured by him when I was little. He would say, you know, why can't you be childlike like your sister Daisy? And I was like, that is a statistical impossibility. What does that mean, to be childlike? To look at him with fawning eyes. Ay, ay, ay. And I was five. And I just said, this is this, this a statistical impossibility. We're obviously different people. That will never be my lot. And our hardest thing was that um, I think I was him without the failing of being a good-looking white male. Oh, God, without the failing. Yeah, because that's a fail. That's if a you fail. put your... I think it kept him from being a truly stellar free human. And, and it made me really sad for him. I think he was ahead of his time. He also had, you know, later on, his mental illness really took off. Um, what was it? it? Uh, manic depression. And, and when he went through this horrible divorce later uh, by his causing. Um, Not your mom. No. Uh, my, he had multiple wives at one time, so that worked out well, uh, as it always does. I mean, unless you watch the TV shows where they seem to get along, I'm not sure. I don't but believe this. I, yeah, I, it's like, no, yeah. I don't believe any of it. <laughs> but, um, no, he would like scream feminazi at me when I was like 13 or 14. And, oh, wow. um, and and I was like, you are so dumb. And he, and the thing was, he really hated women, and I had to live with him. I, I was homeless for a year from like 13 to 14. And then reunited with him after this uh, kind of t- divorce from, I think, the final person that really looked at him with worship. And uh, that was, we lived in an apartment, I talk about it in my book, Brave, um, called The Cave. So that was a real pleasant time in life. Where was that? It was in Seattle. And um, I'd come in off being homeless in Oregon, and we kind of reunited there, and I was like, oh, God, this is not going to go well. And I was correct. 
it was uh, my welcome into womanhood was me, you know, my sisters looking for quarters in the street so we could find money for tampons so we didn't have to ask him because how many of these oh. goddamn things do you need? Oh my God. You sound similar to my dad, which is. And my dad, though, the great. other side of him was this light being. Yeah. So it was this like incredible conflict to witness because he was also an incredible artist. His imagination is like none I've ever met. And his way of seeing colors and patterns and light. And and us, you know, he would say, you know, okay, Rose, we only have a dollar to eat each day this week, but I know you'll understand because I just found a chandelier from 1916 that matches the one in the living room perfectly. I was like, I completely understand. Yeah. Milk glass is off the charts, yeah. very hard to find, gorgeous lighting, and I was, you know, 14. Well, that's so sad that the, the, you know, the juxtaposition of like... It was, it was a brutal one. You know, but you can see yeah. the two. It you, was. You couldn't reconcile the two, maybe, but... I couldn't. Couldn't. And, and it's so interesting because when you talk about you feel sorry for men because I, I I saw this I don't know some meme somewhere on the internet where it's like I want the confidence of a mediocre white man of course because that is what I want because I'm com- I, I, but I actually don't because that confidence is mediocre too I just want to be free and I, I don't tr- want to be a man or a woman and I know that's, I want, that's the thing I'm not and when we were talking about this we were texting earlier I try to tell, say this to people you know but people will listen or hear when they want to if they're whatever but I feel that we're all souls that we're all yeah. just souls and I think if we step back from the construct I mean that's the thing you know for me like I, I we talked about English as my third language and the first one is an arcane dead language unless you're still in the children of God uh, I just actually was put on my friend Greg, um, he lives on the boardwalk in Venice. Yeah. Uh, well, he has an, uh, an apartment, um, but there's this homeless woman there, and she has a dog named Smish Smash. So I don't know her actual name. I just know Smish Smash, but she was in The Children of God. Oh, she was? And he just put me on FaceTime with her two days ago, and it was so intense. Um, this is a, a little side street that I just went on, but because it was the first time um, I've met anybody that spoke the language I sp- was my native tongue. How does that go? Isn't Christopher Owens from that band? I don't know. Oh, some I don't band. follow people that are. He was in the children. His story is, but yeah, our, he may the have stories been, are, are, who knows? are intense. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I my sister, my family, nobody was allowed to talk about it. Like it would upset my mother. So it was almost like this bizarre repressed British. It was not British. So I was yeah. like, how did we get to be fancy British people to talk British? about nothing? What's going on here? <laughs> But that was really what it was like. So for fear of upsetting my mother and my father wouldn't talk about it. So it was like the birth language and all the situations, nobody ever, like it was verboten. And so I challenged them. You know, I walked out of uh, her house on Christmas night. I was dragging my, um, she lives in Albuquerque and I'm dragging my suitcase down a lonely Albuquerque street. Just, I was like, I can't participate your, your mom, um, in a lie anymore. Your, your mom's house? Yeah. What about when you, you were texting? I don't know if you if we can talk about yeah, this, sure. but because uh, we were talking about how we both like, for the listeners, we're both talking about how you and I like baths. We take two baths a day. Yes. I sometimes lie because I don't want people to know that I use so much water. So I say one bath a day, one bath, but it is really two. I also go and turn my sprinklers up to 10. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I run through it. God damn it. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, we're talking about how wombs you yeah for me I, only the other day i went god i love the bath why do i feel, feel so safe here why do i yeah. glaze over and have all my best thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. in the bathtub i feel so cozy in here it's like i'm crawling back in the womb i'm reparenting myself yes. and i said that to you we both said the exact same thing over text at the same time yes. and you said you know your experience in the womb your mom yeah her her mother um who was only 37 her mother or your her mother what? was 37 
when she died, um, she went hiking on a mountain called the Three Sisters in Oregon and uh, gave her friend her new um, shoes, hiking boots, and took the old ones, and she slipped. And she, I, rec- I recently read the actual story on it in the newspaper, and she was, uh, she was laying there for three days in inclement weather. They couldn't get a helicopter into her, just a terrible, it's you know. your grandma? Yeah, and so that happened while my mom was pregnant with me. Oh. And at one point, you know, growing up, she said, that's why you're always going to be sad. Oh, so your mom's mom passed well, away. Yes. Died. While my mom was pregnant with me, like about okay. five months pregnant. All right. I'm just getting it all clear that she didn't, she didn't fall she didn't on her fall. tummy. Okay. She didn't fall. Oh, no. But the emotional stress and the intensity yes, around the, you in the womb. Well, trauma. You know, I've been recently doing some trauma therapy. <gasps> me <too. laughs> Much needed. Yeah. Duh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. So much fun. <laughs> but like, woo, let's do it. Well, okay. Yeah. Because it's it's... I didn't even know that existed, by the way. What? Trauma therapy. I mean, until are, you, recently. are you doing hypnosis? Mm, what is I your, did what is that it? for sugar. It didn't work. So I don't know. Uh, I just. What's the trauma, trauma therapy? How does that go? Um, well, I guess you sit and talk about traumatic shit. I don't know. You're just I, talking. No, I think they do like EMDR, but I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I did kind of like recently, like a five day intensive thing of it, which, you know, involved uh, about eight hours of crying. I would say a day for five days. And then I thought, and then I went and um, I recently just got back from a retirement home in Florida where I was kind of hiding out. Which, you know, I thought, no one will find me here. <laughs> Did anyone, and they didn't. They didn't. No. Who, who's after are you? Do you, are you, do you feel as if you're in I danger? I don't feel it. You're in danger. Well, you it's, know. I know. I, I know, I know a lot more than other people I'm, know. So I have a million questions. That's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't I was, look at my I notes. was disappointed recently in Ronan Farrow, actually. I was really you quite disappointed. You were? Why? I was very disappointed. I watched that hour and a half uh, conversation you guys because had. Because he kept saying to me, you really think you're in danger? I love Ronan, but I was really hurt by that. And you oh. really think you're in danger? And I was like, do you not? What do you think the intention was that, or did you just phrase it poorly? And, no, he kind of kept saying it, and it felt like with this kind of condescending well, then t- sneer. Then I take it back. Then I don't want no, you to think I that love at all Rona. of me. I no, no, it was just it's not a feeling. It's like I you I, are. I, I deal in facts, and if you look at my life, which most people don't know about, um, which is fine. Um, you know, my narrative was hijacked by this motherfucker. And it still continues to be Russian bots, like how they do that with the election. They're after me. They do the same thing. They've been paid off for the last two years hard on uh, and still going. Um, there's a lot of people that are paid to harass me, both online and in person. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But yeah. it's it's uh, you'll touch people that say nasty things on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but like really kind of um, like really divisive things. And what they do is they study these 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 assholes have studied. Uh, his monsters and all his monsters that he employs, um, who my, where my strongest fan base was. And that was in the gay community, which was the community, the queer community more, more so actually. Um, you're such a supporter of too. So that's ridiculous. Well, it's so absurd. Like I, I'm like, I bled for those rights and I know, and, and I can tell you, I can count on my hand the amount of friends that I have that are gay, that, um, not that, I have way more than my hand, but that have ever marched, that have ever bled, that have ever donated, that have ever done anything for their own rights, let alone women's and paying it forward. 
Yeah. You know, and they, a lot of people get upset when I say that. I'm like, I don't understand. I, but it's just so wild. But I don't me, understand. It's, it's, but a, it's so much bigger than constructs. Can, that's why I get so irritated because I feel like, and I was doing all this research on you. And, and then someone's like, well, it's easy for you to say you're a cis white female. I'm like, look, But asshole. it's bigger than it's that. It's so, don't bore me. Do not put me in your construct. You do not get to, you do not get to say what I am. Mm-hmm. You do not get to tell me who I am. Or what your intentions are. What my intentions are. Mm-mm. And paint me with a brush. That I didn't buy, okay? Because before I set foot on this fucking stupid planet that I really resent, not Mother Earth, but I resent uh, the construct of this planet. Yeah. I did not agree to this. These are not my languages. These are not my words. You do not get to write a Bible and make it so I have to pay attention to every detail in there and that I am judged categorically by what some stupid men wrote. Fuck that. Fuck it harder the cactus and no lube. That's what I'm saying. And even... She's taking a sip, ladies and gentlemen. She's taking a sip taking of the coffee, God damn it. Drop mic, mm. sip, sip. But it's even so loving because even you saying that you you feel for men because they're just a... So- I do. I'm like, get out of it. And Step back. But I think we're never going to solve anything by going hard into the man-woman construct. Let's solve ever. it today. No, like, let's Step lift the back veil. to humanity. Step back. It's it's actually not forward. The micro... People seem to really traffic in micro, which is the detail of things. It's busy I traffic work. in macro. Yeah. I don't fuck with... So when all these people, like, when I, I quit the press tour recently, because I was just like, you are all so low frequency. Not all of them, but most of them. What happened like what made was the final straw was it well the final straw now Colbert was like that was that was painted as if I was erratic I was like no I wasn't I was bored People just don't get you. I really no. I really, really don't really give don't. a shit. And I, and I know like, you don't. I, I don't. And because I, I don't explain myself to people. It's not. It's like if you get me cool, because what I'm saying is actually truth. I don't lie. I don't know if anybody's figured that one out yet. I come in peace. Yeah. But I come with also fuck off, and the fuck off is is fuck off to your construct. Don't judge me by what you grew up with. I did not grow up like you. Mm-hmm. I definitely did not come from this uh, same background i definitely did not come from the same ideology and i reject the ideology that i'm supposed to be stuck in so people with khaki pants brains can judge me and fuck with me there was even something like oh she wore a sweatshirt on colbert oh i'm sorry was i supposed to look like reese witherspoon on the cover of in style magazine was i supposed to dress up in high heels for this motherfucker oh i get that all the time And he's not a motherfucker he's fine and they were like he was uncomfortable like all the men coming to his defense but you have to understand it was variety that did that and they started it and variety has been paid off for 20 years i was one of their number one targets to slander because at almost every major media news organization he had people paid off to slander a hit list i was number one on his list do you say his name or you just refer to him as a monster i just don't like him good it's an ugly name people you have to understand i don't like him either people would come up to me and be like hey did you get any good blah 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 scripts lately just walking down the street and his name is like a bullet Mm. and it's an ugly name and the thing is is like he's he's the rapist of all rapists he is the face of every boogeyman and he is somebody who just needs to crawl under a rock and just follow the planet. Um, there is no good. And there's some and there's no rehabilitation for predators, super predators. Just I, go away. I just watched Dawn. Mm, and good. that and speaks I, for me almost more than anything. And I I just like burst into tears and even that character for for those of you who have not seen uh, Rose's uh, film that she directed is available you can find it I put on it World on, Wide well, Web we'll it's talk about you- that I put it on YouTube but this is really funny YouTube what? slapped it with an age restriction they did oh and they my told god me, and they told me very specifically the guy there was like oh if it had been about a boy because um, they were supposed to put it on their front page and promote it oh, and then boy. not only did they not do that they slapped it with an age restriction what about Vimeo can you put on Vimeo I can I just don't know how upload I'll do it for you I'll okay. do it before you leave town I'm really bad at computer stuff <laughs> well 
just you but seem Don, very savvy. Don is very. I, so, I am savvy. In and my own the, way. I want to talk about how like the the power of the internet, the yeah. power of uh, you know social media. My God, that that's been very exciting with the with double the work. sword, but very much. Double so. it, but yeah. I it was my only way of uh, having. Uh, unfortunately, you know, in 140 characters or 160, whatever it was. Um, a limited voice, but it was a voice, and it, it was Ashton Kutcher of all people. He helped. I never met him. I was I, I finished a book on the plane. And I was like, damn, now I'm bored. So after Sky Mall, rest in peace. Oh God, is um, it is it dead? It is dead. What's what? Oh, we'll get that exclusive later. Yeah, <laughs> exclusive. By the way, you're a couple years late on the dead Sky Mall, but cool. Oh rest God, in peace, Sky that's Mall. A, that's what I get from this interview. Is we talk about Sky Mall? <laughs> like yeah, what a waste. Like, Wait, I haven't gotten anyway. to any of my questions. <laughs> Um, no, but I want. I'm, okay. okay, you have very good handwriting, by the way. I think, very neat. I think it's crazy. It's like memento. It's just like I think. <laughs> I think you put yourself down a lot, Alexi. I have to. No, it's it's me. I've got to reparent myself. It's, it's not horrible. Reparent. It's not. No, 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 no. It's behavior. Tell what me what to do. You? Behavioral therapy, and okay. you can do it yourself. Every single time. Um, I wanted it if I felt fat or felt gross or something, if I was around a guy, I would never let myself say it. I would just stuff it. One, because it's boring. Yeah. Who cares? Two. It's my own shit. Yeah. Um, and every time, like, I even the other day, though, I catch myself apologizing. I'm like, why am I apologizing? That's so, not... And there are things to apologize for. There's a mostly stuff not to apologize Well, sometimes for. I can't read my own handwriting, so that's a problem I actually have with my handwriting. I but, used to uh, get accused of exciting. having other people write my papers because uh, every two or three sentences was wildly different handwriting and it really yeah. did look like different people wrote it and I was like yeah I just changed personalities apparently yeah so that what are your me. questions for me well, so no, wait I mean, Don wait, okay, if but, anybody oh, wants to see Don and I will say this quickly yeah it's set in 1961 the only time marker was the chair the orange chair she sits in because that chair came out in 1961 and that's Eames? the original chair yes Ooh. and it's been knocked off obviously a million times since but that people think it's the 50s but it's actually 61 and I wanted to say something about class in it so the boy has, his car is like 12 years older than the parents and there's a lot layered into it it's about what we do to girls in this society and and how and and the good looking young man in it Ugh. even represents the ugly and, and, and the monster that hurt me and others, because that's society. Um, it, it's all very much uh, like each character is is, is a type, but um, their own certainly fleshed out character. I did the set design, too. It looks so good. I'm a freak for a set for design. But. The girl who... The second girl. The second girl mm-hmm. who aids the guy made me so sick for a million different reasons, because I, I know... I love that you caught that. Uh, it made me so sick, and I'm, I'll burst into tears because of this, but like... I've been both girls. Mm. I've been that people-pleasing young girl who's like, I want the guy to like me. So I'm going to, you know, when I'm a teenager and I'm learned from my fault. So I've been twofold. I've been the lead girl in that movie where, you know, you trust and you want to yeah. be seen and you want to be chosen and you're so and you're grateful lonely, and you're lonely you? and you've, you're lonely and you, and somebody put their attention on me. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm so lucky. It, I, I don't, I'm not gonna listen to my intuition. Something feels wrong, but I'm just going to go with it. And then that fucking girl just like the girls who brought the girls to the room, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it just is are such people pleasers and, and female misogynists and, and f- for the wrong team. And that's their own self-worth and insecurity and wanting to be part of something. And it's just like, and I have been that person too. And it makes me fucking sick. So I, I wrote a Dawn 2.0 actually oh. that's set um, in the future of all things, but then it goes back into the past. Um, is this is a feature. Uh, I want I'm a not feature. Sure yet. I know my thing. I don't. You're you doing know, so much. When I when I directed that, I was like, I don't know. Uh, you know, if because I'm intentional, my intentions are to burn it down. Um, you know, Hollywood. Uh, 
I don't know if I'll ever direct a movie again, so let me make this one perfect. I think you can direct another. I know I can. I just don't know. Right now, I don't think it's real time for metaphors. Yeah. You know, I'm running alongside a burning bus. We're getting literal. We're we're literal. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing with artists right now. It's like metaphors uh, didn't work so well. Yeah. Um, It's it's time to go real hard because we're running out of time. I firmly believe that. Where do you find the time? What time do you wake up in the morning? Okay. Album, writing. Just that your- was intense. The workload. I figured out why uh, a couple of weeks ago why people do not la- do not launch three basically life projects on the same day. Yeah, it kind of occurred. I was like, oh, because it is so stressful. You will lose ten pounds and almost like die from yourself. Um, uh, writing the book, the other half of it, um, of Brave, is the album uh, Planet Nine. It's like an opus. Yeah, and Citizen Rose actually was. Um, I started filming for that three years ago. And when I told uh, the, <laughs> the head of E, I was like, oh, it was always going to be you. You were in my plan three years ago. He almost fell over. Uh, he just looked at me like I was insane. I said, no, no, it was always going to be you. And let me tell you why. Because you have the most bandwidth. You come with basic cable. If I spoke to people on HBO or Netflix, I'd be no better than Alina Dunham. Uh, or no worse. But in yeah, that construct. Because it's smaller. It's, well, it's... it's uh, Richer people. It's richer people. I don't need. I want. I need to talk to every. I just want to have a conversation with the world. Like I want a Gertrude Stein esque conversation with the world, but I don't need to keep talking. I just want to throw some things out there. Y'all can figure it out. Do it yourself. It's not my job. But I, I can throw thought bombs out there, and then other people can you know talk about it. Just have the fucking conversation. Is my point. Well, so when did you wake up? Stop being scared. When did you? When do you wake up in the morning? Do you mm. drink? Do you smoke cigarettes? Do you live super really healthy? Nah, no, not really. I the like time? taco bell. I go between. Sometimes I'll have a smoothie in the morning that's healthy, and then I'll have Taco Bell around two. You will. Yeah. What are you going to Taco Bell? Two bean and cheese burritos. You do? no onions, but add sour cream. Three dollars and forty six cents. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Wait. Uh, side note: Are you in? Because all this Am stuff. Am I vegan? No, no, no I'm, I'm not asking you that. But uh, I don't even think he's vegan. I I really admire vegans. No. Um, I don't really eat vegan. meat except for sometimes I'll have a taco at Taco Bell, but I don't believe it's real because they did say something like it's brown paper pulp that's reconstituted and spray painted. So I was like, cool, I'm sliding in on that vegetarian note here. Yeah, I'm still I'm just going to copy you and order what you order because sounds mm-hmm. great and uh, financially savvy. She's very financially savvy. With all this stuff, I. Uh, do I, I did smoke weed until 19 days ago. Until 19 days ago? Why'd you stop? Just not... Um, I needed to be really clear for this portion of my life. Uh, and it was... Um, I didn't know also how else... There was so much coming at me. I, I really like dare anybody else to have survived it because um, very, very few could have. Uh, the, the amount, you know, with spy, with former Israeli agents infiltrating my life and the monster, you know, tightening the noose in the background um, and in, in foreground... Uh, with some of the most powerful people on earth after me, like, you know, the lawyer, uh, David Boyce, who is the Clinton's lawyer and who uh, was the lawyer who helped pass uh, gay marriage at the Supreme Court and who represented Al Gore. So these are the people, and he's the one who hired Black Cube, uh, an Israeli intelligence uh, company, to infiltrate my life, harass and terrorize me with a woman named Lisa Bloom who was a fake uh, sexual harassment lawyer um, who infiltrated. Um, these are bad, bad people. These are bad men and bad women. And these are bad on the level of, like, people do not understand the level of bad. And these are very, very powerful people that I'm fucking with. But they fucked with me first. Yeah. I didn't do anything except for get raped. God damn it. 
And you had you've gone through a series of things before that as well, right? You know, my life has been uh, an effort, an effort, and but it was always thus. It was always going to be that way. I remember being three and vehemently disagreeing with what was going on around me, and refusing to say that I believed in God. Uh, over and over and over, I would take the punishment for uh, refusing that. Um, I talk about it in my book, but. It was not that I didn't believe in God. I believed in my own version of whatever that feeling was. But I knew if I said yes, they would think it was theirs. And I, I cannot handle lies. I, I just, there's something about social lies. And that's the thing about cults that people don't understand. They're like, oh, I feel sorry for how you grew up. I'm like, I fucking feel sorry for how you live. Yeah. Because guess what you're in, dummy? Guess what? Because I know the language. So when I talk, people might actually want to listen because I may actually have some information that you don't. You do this beautiful thing where, where you're telling me you're an introvert, extrovert, mm-hmm. and you have every reason More to, introvert. More introvert. Far more. But it's so interesting to me. It's such a beautiful thing because you have every reason to, and it would make complete sense to stay home with yourself, mm-hmm. be quiet, take care of yourself, but you also have this beautiful uh, It's public service. You, it's a yeah, compulsion, unfortunately. A, a desire to connect with people, to help, to do uh, good, to change the world. To, to, you're I like want this, them to connect with each other. I still want... How do you do this? I don't know that I want people to connect with me. I'm not in the way that connection is typically thought of. But you're aiding in the process, yes. getting the conversation going. You were the yeah. first out there. You I was. Got, I was the architect. And, the, and and also, you know, doing all this research. Yeah. You know, talking about it. it's true. There's no path laid before you that you go. Oh, I'm going to walk this path. You do have like a hatchet no, where you're I, going I, on. I got a machete, like going through a forest on fire. Unknown territory, and you're fucking so brave, which you know makes a lot of sense. That's why your book. That was, was my brave. father's nickname for me. Brave. And he wasn't allowed. My sisters. He told. He would call that. He called me that to my sisters, but they weren't allowed to tell me lest I develop a big ego. He was so, <laughs> he was obsessed with us not developing an ego. I'm like, why don't you let us develop an ego before you worry about too big of an ego? He was insecure and self-conscious and um, didn't feel enough of his I own. I think his kids, I don't think so. Yeah. I think his kids were really beautiful and really, um, we were raised as minds. We weren't raised with mirrors, you see. So we weren't raised supposed to be individuals. We were supposed to be a collective mind. Um, My sister's a rocket scientist and sculptress. My mother works for the Department of Defense. I don't know what she does, but is in there in that in I think the nuclear world. Do you Um, talk to either of them or your family? Yeah, um, I'm talking to my mom again now. Um, It's just hard, like you know, uh, it's complex. It's I'm a weird character to have in your family and it's really funny in Citizen Rose actually my sister Viola who was raised in Canada because she was the daughter of my other mother and um, she's in the documentary she comes with me when I get arrested and uh, or turn myself in when was this when was this I watched the documentary oh god yeah. where is the documentary can we see it now yeah you can just YouTube it I was on E you it was know, on. It aired, but there's going to be four more episodes. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I thought I did all this copious research. Keep no, going. No, you could have watched the entire thing. And my artwork God is layered into it. a lot of my visual arts. Um, anytime you see like multi-layered images, or um, and it has uh, eight of my songs in it. You know, snatches yes, of it. So, anyway, um, my sister Viola, who's Canadian and 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 uh, so different um, than her American counterparts. Uh, it's quite interesting, actually, socially, um, just as a... How is she a, different? She's gentle. She's gentle. Yeah. What? She's gentle. She's her and my sister, Rebecca. Um, they're my half-sisters, but you know, they're my sisters. So she's in, in there when I go to this prison thing and um, set up by, you know, 
It's what they do to whistleblowers, you know. They shut us up one way or another. And usually they kill us. Think about it. We don't do too well, historically. So uh, there, someone turns to her in the, in the documentary and says, how did she get that way? Because my sister had just said, you know, she's always had this grit and determination. And then the person says, how did she get that way? And, and Viola's like, I don't know. But I just came out very differently. Uh, I just came out like a really singular being um, that was not tied to tradition and not tied to other people's thoughts. And what I noticed when I came to America especially was that they were all speaking the same fucking cult language and that what I realized is that people think of cults as like this bombastic preacher that's pointing his finger and telling you everything what to think. And and that's that's a part of it the bigger part of it, and this is where I see cults replicated in society over and over and over, is that y'all cross-hypnotize each other like motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Because if one person raises their fist up and smashes that fucking ceiling, they like to kill them because they need to keep that uh, cult in place. The li- they need and to keep if the you going. do not keep reinforcing your line, I'm lying, your line, I'm lying, uh, it falls. It does fall. When someone tells the truth, it falls. It, it cannot stand up to light. Cults cannot stand up to light. But nobody wants the truth, really, because it's so comfortable, right? I, I maintain that it's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. I think it's... Are y'all comfortable out there? How you feel? I'm you feel not, good? I got my own problem. Yeah, no, no. How good does that feel to be in a construct not of your own making? How good does it feel to be labeled as a woman when you're like, I didn't, I don't even know what that means. I didn't, I wasn't raised, um, really, I mean, I raised myself more than anything. And um, I wasn't, you know, Malcolm X said something that really resonated with me that I read a long time ago. He said, uh... Something, you know, might be paraphrasing, but why would you let your enemies educate your children? Oh, my God. So I educated myself. Yeah. I stopped school in ninth grade, but I'm a, I'll tell you, I'm a hell of a writer and a hell of a wordsmith, and I paint with words. That's what I do. I don't consider myself a writer or author. I think that's pretty much... I, I just... I don't even like like photographer. There's really no words for what I do. You just uh, make some you do what you do. I just do what I do. I love that you don't feel the need to get permission because I feel like there's this online, this subtle thing. Well, I had women, to deal with that for, for acting for a so long, long. Time. For a long time. A long time. How of, do you get rid of that as a woman, as a off. person? <laughs> Internally, Hard though, how do you, you, just, you just shift. It's mm-hmm. just like a framework, an internal shift yes, immediately. You can shift. You can shift that immediately. Quick? That yeah. quick. I'm, Reframe I'm, the conversation. Yeah. When people, you know, and that's what happened on that press tour is that people were allowed to ask me um, questions that were a lot of them pretty low frequency. Mm. Uh, and I was so exhausted. I was coming in off of Berlin and um, jet lag and just went into it. I was literally, I had my head in between press interview after press interview. Like my head was leaned against the window crying and begging for food and water. And nobody, there was none for like six days straight. And it was this punishing schedule. And the thing is, I'm such a hardcore pro that I will push through, but then I I quit the, you know, and everyone's like, you have a New York Times bestseller, you should be pushing it even harder. And I just thought, but I'm dying. It's I'm, I'm actually dying. And right now, I've really been reframing what self-care means. Not even reframing, I never did it, so I didn't know. So what is that to you now? Um, the girls listening or people listening? They can yeah, people listening, and girls me. especially. Hey, oh, shout out, girls. Yeah. What, what? Um, I love you. I, I, for me, it looks like instead of saying things like I want to shoot you when I want to photograph somebody, I'll say, would you like to be creative with me? Uh, instead of 
letting people say that to me or instead of um, asleep, sleeping is good. Uh, no weed right now because I need to be clear. Um, and and more just considering uh, a little bit before I answer um, because I am somebody who's dealt with uh, lifelong trauma and it is really hard. And that people-pleasing of... That's not that. people-pleasing, I don't think. It's just... Get it fucking done, girl. Yeah. But that doesn't work um, when, you know, when when trying to save the world because, uh, you know, everyone's got a hobby. Don't put yourself last because that's a big fucking long list that comes before you. Oh, it's like when you're on an airplane, they say put the mask, yeah, put over, the mask first, over and then over your, so you're, you've got to be good for yourself before you can help everybody else. Right. I um, think that's a very apt uh, description of it. I want to ask you a few things. Sure. Um, I mean, also... How does this how does this carry over into like romance and love and trusting a man because I, I, I I'm single now and, I, and you don't have to answer anything you don't want to answer but no. but how and everything that's going on right now where, where I mean this, I scare everybody I mean are you are <laughs> you think you, it's hard to date no, I'm scared are you, are you are you single now because you know uh, I have uh, a lover that I very much like yeah um, and he is uh, a beautiful beautiful soul and. Um, but, you know, kind of casually because I don't really have a lot of time. You don't the time management thing is real. Time management thing is real. But also, uh, I don't, I was married and that just seems so funny to me that even the word is like, what? And it was like, what's behind door number three? And I was like, just as I suspected. Oh no, what was there? Tell me everything. <laughs> oh, God. Not much. Yeah. I mean, nothing different other than now the government owned my ass. And I had to get permission from the government to not be married. Oh, so that is fundamentally at odds with um, my thought process. But it was it was not, they painted it like I married him after three months. We were together for four years. And then uh, we got married. I was like, you know, I was thinking the reality is I'll be married for about a year and a half. That's cool. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be, people are like, I'm so sorry. Like someone, some gossip person emailed me or got a hold of me and was like, do you want to get out in front of the story so it doesn't make you look bad? I'm like, it's my life. Why would that make me look bad? Yeah. And also do not, like, do not apply your typical idea about what is bad and what is good to my life because it does not fit. They are not my clothes. Fuck right off. Yeah. Playing into constructs about men. Right. So I yeah. wanted to be married and then I didn't. And then it's you did. It's very simple. And there you go. And there I go. And, but, then, and then I go on my life. But Big has, fucking deal. has any of this shifted? I mean, uh, do you make it's a, much different choices than you did in the past because yes, of who you are now? Like, very much so. But you still believe in love and romance. And mm -hmm. do you want that for yourself or are you on a different... I don't think I'm like that. I don't, I don't. I'm not. Uh, put it this way. I gave somebody a refrigerator for Valentine's Day, which I thought was a stellar... Great. Dude, I imported the fucker from South Korea. Okay? Uh, not the person, yeah. but the, uh, the refrigerator. <laughs> He was Mexican. Oh, boy. Yeah, but the refrigerator from South Korea had a flat screen TV in it. Put it this way. I have a regular refrigerator. Flat this dickhead TV. still has the nice one. Holy uh, shit. So I I maintain that that was a stellar and very romantic thing because I get teased for not being romantic because I don't really, uh, I don't think I think of love and romance like the way, I don't know. I see how people seem to think of it and I know everyone's got their own perspective on it. Um, my... I don't really care. You don't really care? Not much. No, not much. Well, that goes back to the social constructs of like the Cinderella. Like if I feel like coming together with someone for a while, cool. Let's yeah. walk on this road together for a while and then maybe I'll keep walking on it. Maybe I won't. Regardless, it's like I just like kind of walk around and someone comes. and But I won't let anybody abuse me anymore. That's what I will not do. Yeah. 
and I will not let anybody gaslight me because I recognize it now. Oh God, very finally. easily. Finally, finally, I do too. Yeah, oh, and it's God. so done, and it, it's and they gaslight themselves doing it. And I'm like, you know, um, that somebody thinks you owe them if you buy you dinner. It's that basic, and I'm like, ew. I used to you give myself. Yourself. I yeah. used to just give myself. They'd be yeah. mad at me. Oh my God, this is all my I'm worth, and I would just. Give I remember, it so quickly. and I think I wrote about it in my book. <laughs> I said that once in front of the publisher. She's like, you should never say I think I wrote that. I'm like, why? Do you remember 300 pages or 200 pages? It's a lot of pages. It's a lot of pages. Yeah. Fuck off. But also, I don't know what I think about sometimes and what I wrote. I mean, they're all together. They're all the same thing. It's still me. But I remember laying uh, under a boyfriend while I was crying. And, you know, I had tears leaking outside of my face. And the dude's, like, just pumping away on top of me with sweat dropping, hitting me right in my forehead. And I'm thinking, I hope you die. But I'm still there with this thing inside of me. Did you say anything? No, of course I, not. I've been there, too. And I go, oh, my God, I'm not saying anything. I hate this. I want to die. And I'm crying. So how much more could I telegraph what's going on? But people, you know, here's the thing. It's like um, they've been positioned to want one thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if they're low frequency beings, that is what they'll go to. And, you know, just like how when I came to America, the ideal of beauty at that time was the blonde, blue eyed, whatever. And and tan. I was like, ew. Uh, Ew, how basic. Uh, Not saying there's anything hugely wrong with that but identify if you want to be blonde and tanned because of you yeah versus uh, a construct check in with yourself check it's- in with yourself just check in if you want to look like that cool but make sure because you know when i was in miami not long ago i saw these women they were doing like just full drag as women and i understood it because i did full drag as a woman me too and it was drag it was hard drag for hollywood drag that's like the, the you know, top level drag. Why were you doing it? When did it change? Because I was paid to. Because I thought if I went to work at a bank and they all wore tan nylons, that I had to wear tan nylons too. Oh. You know what I mean? You're just playing How was I supposed to fucking know? Yeah. Because I was told directly, the first agent I had said, you have to have long hair, Rose. If you don't have long hair, the men in Hollywood won't want to fuck you. If they don't want to fuck you, they won't hire you. And you know, she was right. She was not wrong. But that's the whole thing I say in my book. It's like, it's a direct hotline from what the man wants. But the man, as we know, we know who's in Hollywood. We know who's making most of these movies. With the exception of the awesome Black Panther. Yes, Ryan Coogler. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking thank you. God damn it. Thank you. I know it's not for me, but I feel like it's for everyone because, you know, when I went with the guy I'm seeing the other night and I asked him, I said, uh, is it a relief to get to go see a movie where everyone looks like you? And he said, it so is such a relief. And I said, to me, it was such a relief, and this makes me cry, to see women that weren't strong because they were acting like men, but in miniskirts, which is usually what I got slapped with doing, um, but were rather each one capable beings in their own right. Beautiful. Had nothing to do with that, though. They just happened to be beautiful. The beauty wasn't their foremost thing. They were not accessories. And their strengths were different. One was mental. One was physical and soul. And and one was... I mean, it was so beautiful to see women and how he represented them. How he represented them. And more importantly how they got to represent themselves. Yeah. Because it's so important for little girls of all uh, races, especially, um, obviously, for African Americans, because, you know, we get to go to movies and see all white people with... you. See, I go And I said that to the guy, I'm saying, I said, how, you know, it must be so such a relief to not see where you're plugged in tactically. Yeah. You know, I got sent a script recently to direct 
Uh, every time the woman appeared, she was carrying a laundry basket for some unknown reason. What? Yeah, for real. That I'm like, this, you're sending this to me? It's 2018. <laughs> you're sending that script to Rose McGowan? It doesn't, but that's how dumb they are. That's insane. Yeah. It's, but they're literally that, that they'll tell you, you know, when I was going to do something with Amazon, the head of the studio Ugh. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Sucker. I was totally sexually harassed by the guy under him. I got, I sold the show. and the I same. sold the show too, but now I think it's they bought it because the monster wanted to see what was in my script. Really? Yeah, and I got it back because I said these two characters are black. Uh, and it's set in 1971 and the head of it said, uh, oh, that's not very correct. They tell you exactly what they think. And I said, um, well, we were black before we were white, so I'm going to say uh, as a species that, you know, yeah, it's set in 1971. I'm going to say that is in fact very correct. But look at that network. Yeah. How black is that network? How mixed is that network? I don't think it's so mixed. Nah. It's mayonnaise, though. Dude, that is some serious mayonnaise. (laughs) That's some hard mayonnaise. That is some sexually harassing mayonnaise going on there, and they need to fucking fix it. And, you know, everyone freaked out on me because I tweeted at Jeff Bezos. So I thought, well, it's probably hard to get a meeting with a guy. I'll just talk to him this way. So I did one, two, three, four, you know. And it was actually only, I think it might have been Business Insider that was like somebody in the future is going to study Rose McGowan's business moves. And they're the only ones that really caught it. And that is very much because I'm like, yeah, I will knock you the fuck out. Don't fuck with me. And I said, don't do this deal. Don't do this deal. It's a bad deal. I warned him. And I'm always I'm very fair. I give many opportunities to change course and reverse course. And when someone doesn't, I'm like, but you're putting thought into people's minds. Yeah. You, you are doing this. And I know who's behind the scenes doing that to you. So no, get the fuck out of here. That's why it's so important for women to be able to tell stories, to open up the, the narrative and have well, some it's not open, just, just let it. I, I, let- I still don't understand, frankly, like I'm like, Megan Ellison, you have enough money. Like Hollywood was Hollywood land. The land part fell down. It was a real estate company. Hollywood is an advertisement, literally. That is what it is. And some arbitrary person named it. So um, arbitrarily, we can start over. Yeah. We can just name it something else. Megan Ellison, I'm like, please, Megan Ellison. Just, uh, just yeah. But, you know, we're mostly male directors and still following the typical thing. Well, I want to ask, tell me when... Everything started to shift because here's on my end. This is what I just noticed. Just being an outsider, mm-hmm. I had never met you before. About four years ago. About three or four years yeah. ago. Okay, because I, I got stoned, um, which is fine. Uh, yeah, and Whatever. the power went off in my house, and I, I had just started smoking pot, which is funny because I was really lit latter day pot person because I was so scarred by hippies. They freaked me out so much. Like, I know it's no a thanks. funny group to get PTSD from, <laughs> but I was like anything connected with hippies. I was like, oh, get away from get me, get away from me. <laughs> um, and then I was like, this is magic. Um, so yeah. no wonder the hippies like this Wait, and no, everybody and so the power went out in my house and I laid there thinking and I and I took a survey of my life and it just came to me I was like oh my god I hate acting oh my god I've always hated acting oh Jesus oh my god I hate fantasy oh my god I've always hated fantasy oh my god I hate this I'm doing female drag oh my god I've always done female drag I mean from Hollywood the Hollywood point and then I was like it literally the next day I was like oh fuck this and then I remembered Ashton Kutcher to circle back to that. Yeah. In a magazine on the airplane, he said, you know, the only voice an actor or a public figure can really have is Twitter. And I thought, oh, holy hell, he's totally right. So I've never met the guy. Thanks, Ashton. You're responsible for all of this. <laughs> you got to meet him. That's got to be in the documentary. You got to get over him immediately. That, oh, that would be funny. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Um, uh, you know, I mean, I did see Dude, Where's My Car? I may have laughed a lot in it. Sure. I'm sure not? he's very proud of that movie. I'm sure. I, I would be because it's kind of funny, I think, I, from what I remember. Um, but see, I mean, dumb funny, but funny. You take so, to Twitter. You're like, I take to Twitter and I'm like, I'm going to try this out. So I kind of like, I kind of started like, you know, putting little 
and and for some reason, I always when I talk on Twitter, it never occurs to me to think of I'm talking to a whole bunch of people because when you're verified, the whole point of it um, is that it goes to news sources. So for me, I was talking to media. I've never I I was mostly speaking. Sometimes I speak to people. Mostly it's to the media because I wanted to retrain the brain. I started hammering the word complicit over and over and over, and I started hammering. Uh, what other words, Gavin? Did I hammer? Complicit, which Side became the word of the year. Yeah, yeah. The that's year like the second year. lead in Dawn. Complicit, right? Yeah, yeah. Complicit. But gaslighting was a phrase that uh, nobody was using. Nobody was using. No, yeah. it was hard going gaslighting and human trafficking, not um, in the traditional realm, but in saying the agencies in Hollywood are human traffickers. You're negotiating for how long my right breast can be seen for. You fuck, you scumbag. You are completely complicit and you are completely aiding and abetting human trafficking because that is what you are doing. Sending those girls up to a hotel room. No, right? CAA. Well, hello, Time's up. You wanted to ask me about that. Let's I want to. Well, I want to know what is the difference because I am confused and I think I'm really savvy with it. But what's uh, what's it? My thing Rose? is Rose Army is about thought and mind expansion. It has never been about sexual harassment. I want to know about Rose Army. It encompasses time's up all of it. Yeah, and me too. Now okay. you tell me what all three are and how they're different. Well, I'll do my Hit best. It. Hit it, Rose. Hit it, Rose. <laughs> Tell everybody everything. Snap. Well, um, oh God. Um, I, Rose Army, I, which I trademarked three years ago. Um, is is uh, is really simply about thought that encompasses women, men, every community. Uh, every, it has nothing to do with our physical beings. It has everything to do with the mind, and has everything to do with pushing thought and consciousness forward by ten percent. I wanted to see if I could make people ten percent smarter. That was my goal. I was really curious about that, and In what I thought, way? stop being so fucking dumb. Stop killing us. Stop raping us. You dumb motherfuckers. Get the fuck back. That's what way, but also in a bigger level of I was getting harassed so constantly by low frequency minds and had been for years because you see, I've met more people than most will in 20 lifetimes and I hear echoes of their voices in my sleep and it's not fair. And the thing is, is like I was sold. So I studied y'all. I fucking studied you. I impersonated you. I was you, but I was never you. That's what it is. So Rose Army is purely about thought. This stuff, me too. Um, I guess Alyssa Milano found out about the Me Too hashtag um, from that Tarana Burke started 10 years ago. And that came Who? Toronto Tarana, Burke? Tarana. Tarana. T-A-R. She's a wonderful, she's a, this, um, she's an activist. You know, she did, she wrote Me Too 10 years ago. And um, I don't know if it was, I don't know what the origin piece was. It's a was. book? Me no, too. no. It's an article? It's an article or something like that. I don't know. I don't breaking know the it origin. all down in I'm trying, I'm trying. No, no, I am. I'm trying I am, to I'm trying. get in there. And then uh, Alyssa must have seen it. And, um... And then started that. And uh, so I get conflated with the Me Too movement. I'm like, no, my hobby is taking out trash, motherfuckers. Don't confuse it. Alyssa Milano started the Me Too movement. She co-opted it from that idea and made it her own. And you two do not get along. No, no. I just don't like her. I'm asking. Oh, yeah. It's not get along. I just don't like people that are fake. That's just me. And why is she fake? Because I I don't know. Because... I'm connecting all know. the dots of all the things Hollywood? that I read in my Hollywood children. I don't know. Hollywood I don't know. She was friends with Georgina Chapman. I just don't you know. know any of these I don't want to like get into that. Don't, don't, it's low level. Low level. Um, it's not. Okay. But, and I don't want to get into Alyssa too much. Go with God. You do you. You do you. I know the truth. You know the truth. It doesn't matter. So that's me too. And there's their. So that's is- me too. I. But that's the thing. I fought for it. Like Slate Magazine, punk bitches, came out with the. Uh, some, I didn't read the article because it seemed like it was insulting because the headline was Rose McGowan self-styles styles herself as the leader of the Me Too movement. I'm like, no, assholes. I'm the only one cleaning out the goddamn trash. Let's be real. The rest of it's a fucking lie and you know it. 
I'm the only one hammering that shit home. And I say, I am a me too. I am not me too. Because I get yelled at. You're trying to steal a black woman's activism. I'm like, fuck off. Fuck off. No, I'm not. I'm trying to take out trash that hurt me and many others. Get out of my fucking way. And then what's time's up? And then I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go back to four years and how it unfolded. Time's up is for CAA agents. Okay. Doing for what? Got the head of CAA for, to, to fund, um, allegedly fund farm workers who suffered sexual harassment. So no cleaning up their own house or Hollywood. Um, and yes, absolutely. Farm worker, migrant farm workers need that. But I, as far as I know, there's nobody dispersing the money. I hope there is now. Uh, there's, it's, it's, um, when people wear black dresses, uh, celebrating my rape and Justin Timberlake hashtag, my wife looks hot hashtag times up. And so I wrote back hashtag Woody Allen. You just did a movie with him. Hashtag go die. So that's how I feel. So I feel I don't like lies, but you know, you do you people, you do you. If you want to live in that construct Hollywood, if you want to look like jokes to everybody, keep doing you because you're doing a damn good job of it. I want to take us back to mm-hmm. four years ago. You're having this realization. You're tweeting, yeah. using the power of the internet. Thank, thank you, Ashton Kutcher uh-huh. for inspiring, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, because here's and here's I, the difference. Yeah. People say I'm angry. I'm not. I'm passionate You're and I'm passionate. specific. No, people always say angry because there's no space for a woman. And and do I have anger about liars? Yeah. Do you? Why would do you, you? Do you like liars? I don't. How do you feel about liars? I. How do you at home feel about people that lie to you? Because you should know that these people are lying to you. You should know that. Well, we've been sold a whole fake bill of illusion. Goods. Yeah, we've been of, sold of, of how a to lie be, upon a lie upon a lie. How to diminish ourselves? Why we should feel guilty for being whatever? Taking we are. up space on the goddamn yeah. planet. So from my perspective, and I'm glad I'm asking about the details because people don't, I see a hashtag me too or time's up and I'm like, what does that mean? I guess I have to do that too. And no, now it's the no. cool thing, but no, no. And, I, and I don't do that, but I know that a majority of people are like, because they tend, because they don't, nobody's really paying attention. It's so not that I'm, they're not paying attention is that it's easy and it's lazy. It's easy and it's lazy and they're and not it, doing the work. It's um, dilettante activism. It is dilettante activism, and that's why I'm asking these questions. I want to go in and be like, "What?" Because I had no idea it was about farm. I, I, I yeah, have no, no idea. I know I'm it's like, a what? lie. It's a lie. It's, and then celebrating wearing black dresses and coming down. I guess last week on Kate Middleton because she wore green to the bathtubs. I'm like, no, go Kate Middleton for not participating in a oh, stupid lie. That's a whole also other thing. you're a fucking duchess. You do you. Well, that's a whole other thing where which it's is like, also fake. Which is also bullshit. <laughs> which is also bullshit. And you're, fake. You fake duchess. You fake duchess. How dare you? No, do um, you, like, but that's the thing. This this stupid. Stupid. This, by the way, this What's lady happening? robotica meltdown Where looks very much like me. Oh, she's gorgeous. Well, no, <laughs> she looks she? like a little elf oh. face. Oh, doesn't that face yeah. kind of see just little face? It's guys, more like doll head. You guys can't see it, but it's a doll head that we're looming over us as we do this podcast. But her, her robotic arm is up in the air. Is that like from Grindhouse or something? No, dude, or? that's not me at all. Oh, that's not you. I don't know. Was no, that, but it, it looks it's like me. Inspiring. No, we'll but it's it. amazing because actually one of the things um, I'm working on is this web platform uh, that is a place to, and that the figure in it is me in this robotic uh, outfit with just my face and the eyes open and shut. But I have um, mechanical, I have six mechanical arms like the warrior goddess Kali. Yeah. And above each hand floats an orb. And when you touch an orb, it's going to launch you into wherever the fuck I want is you to like go. Is it VR? Is no, it kind of a VR it's, thing? it's a web thing of yeah. just... I haven't worked. It's it's a, an ever rotating content platform, but also a thing that people can put their own, like inspired by my music. I want other people to go out and create um, yeah. videos or content art pieces because I don't believe in music videos. I believe in art, and I believe everything should be. 
I mean, I've got to, I'm going to get, there's so many things. It's I like know. a million, my brain is, blah, blah, we can blah, talk blah. again. Well, um, wait, how long do I have you for? I don't know. What time is it? We're not done yet. I have to go to Santa Monica at two thirty, but I might be able to push it a little. Oh my god! You know, that's okay. like that's an impossibility from so, here. So here's the thing. Okay, so just jumping over it because, uh, all right. So here's what I noticed. So three years ago, all of a sudden, uh, what comes up that I notice on Twitter or something is uh, you're making fun of a casting notice, a ridiculous casting notice wearing a push-up bra, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Then your agent gets fired. You end up getting no, the agency. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Tell me what happened. Okay, okay and, then you, and then you defended Renee Zellweger. They never even called me or said anything or anybody I connected with her. But it wasn't about that. It was just using her as an example of yeah. what they do to women. It yeah. wasn't about Renee. It wasn't defending Renee. It was defending all women. All women and how society correct fucking, and yeah. how these stupid Variety and Hollywood Reporter and see the problem is in this cult here Hollywood. Um, these kind of low-frequency brains work at Variety and Hollywood Reporter, and it's a bunch of white dudes talking to a bunch of white dudes. And they're white dudes that write about the more powerful white dudes that wish they could be the more powerful white dudes. So the other white dudes uh, and women that are brainwashed to be like those white dudes just read these stupid papers, if you will, and and it's a circle jerk. It's like, you're great, no, you're great, you're great, no, you're great. And they'll talk about women in the most derogatory ways, and the problem is the dumb fucks in this cult don't read anything else, okay? They're not, like, necessarily um, <laughs> awake, human, yeah. evolved people. And then they go make movies and product, as they call it, for the world. So Hollywood, everyone's like, oh, Hollywood, do you, where do you think Hollywood goes? It goes to you. Yeah. And it's gone to you for your whole life. It builds the construct. It is the construct. Yeah, it is the construct. You know, in in uh, when World War II... Um, was on in Hollywood every the head of every studio here served in the military you know what their rank was minister of propaganda oh really mm-hmm. and they say it they tell you what it is and they are and after the war the government literally came and was like look we need to put women back in the kitchen I know they just felt good about themselves for the first time they had jobs and shit but no go vacuum bitches and that's what happened hello Doris Day what's yeah. up oh man do you get it now I do I'm just trying to I want to so this- that casting notice um, all of that stuff was like me just taking on I started fucking with the power structure and the agent didn't get fired I got fired you got fired it was I only use that agency stupid agency called innovative um they're gross and apparently a lot of nasty shit behind the scenes shocking but true um the the there was an agent who was never even my agent she was just a woman i talked to there and she uh left a week before i tweeted that adam sandler thing and they threw her into the bus and said it was her but it was never and i was on good morning america and i was like no it was never her and it was never her and so three or four days after the adam sandler thing that i tweeted out which is again a construct it's like this guy schlubby dude and i talk about in my book you know he's a schlubby guy with no discernible like mental asset but he gets selma hayek amber valetta uh kate beckinsale come on fuck off it's it's what these douchebags do everybody loves raymond it's all the shit it's entitlement it's entitlement it's the social construct and again that is is again what the lie is and the lie needs to be stopped no if you want me you're gonna step the fuck up mentally that is for sure yeah i'm trying to get i want to get to the part where about uh, women stepping into their worth and yeah, and, and, and like and, and also the, but the, men like step into actual worth and also it's interesting because what i put on men is so interesting as well there, there's like uh, i don't know if you it's just so boring a lot of times i'm like it's hard i go between wanting the best of them and being like god damn you they're so me. irritated but well, also so do low frequency women i know i say low frequency a lot but i'm right because and it's the dedication to the low frequency it's the fight against the higher frequency that i don't understand that's my fight that's what rose army is it's very much in a nutshell it is not sexual harassment that is a there is a specific 
thing that happens. So if you take care of the greater construct and the greater concept of what it means to be a woman, what it means to be anything. Things will change. Things will actually change because you will recognize each other's humanity. And that's why the, did you end up reading, did you read about the Aziz Ansari situation? I actually missed that one. Okay. I'm kind of glad because it's just, I don't, well, I, I actually was gone. I was out of the you're country. Out of, you're in Italy, I think. You're, so, I was you're in Berlin. Berlin. I was okay. in Berlin. And I, and I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say. I, I probably believe it. No, I've got, I, well, I would believe the woman. No, no. no? I, I, was thinking, I don't know no, what's no, going no. I don't even want to talk. Can I not talk about don't this? Talk about, I'm going to say I don't something. really care. No, we're not going to talk about Aziz Ansari. Okay? We're not going to talk about Is it the media? No, no, no. Let me just say a separate thing. What that he is the face of, in my opinion, and we're not, this is not, this is not Rose McGowan's opinion. I'm going to use that as a jumping off point to, we've been right now after everything that's happened and you were the, the, you were the person who lifted the veil. You were the person who caused all these other women to go, oh my God, me too, me too, me too. I've been through that too. I've been through that too. Oh my God. Finally. Because when you go through, I know that I've been in tons of situations where I'm uh, a guy blocks the door or I'm in danger. Uh And then as a woman, you walk away. And it's just you and the predator, and the predator is smiling, and you're made to feel like well, maybe it was me, maybe That's I deserve that. Gaslighting. Oh my god, gaslighting! So it's such a personal thing. So, and you're just by yourself with the experience. And so to hear a woman, to hear you tell your story, to hear your story, or have these things brought to light, uh, it's caused this ripple effect. Mm-hmm. But and everything's been exploding, and everyone's like, "Did you know it's going to be global?" I'm like, "Duh! I took down two titans, of course." It's global, Duh. but then. With there, the backlash, but no, not even the backlash. But that, now with this um, this one story that you're that you're not speaking on behalf of the disease thing, that story meant something to me because uh, all of a sudden we're inviting nuances involved because subtleties, uh, well, nuance. That's the problem in this in this culture, There's very no specifically nuance. America. Yeah. America is, <laughs> God bless you, dumbasses. I'm so glad I'm not from here. For reals. Thank God. Wait, where are you what, moving what? to? Where are you going? I'm, no, I said thank God I'm not from here. I know, but you're also moving. Yes, I am. Where are you going? Um, I'm going to Paris on Saturday. Oh and God. then I'm going to Italy for a little bit. Speaking of people that are stuck in a construct. Oh, God. Oh boy. It was really funny. Someone did an Illuminati breakdown of my music video that I released a couple of years ago. And they're like, Rose McGowan was sent to destroy Christianity. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was. I, my, no, but I was like... <laughs> Oh my god! I totally forgot to put that on my list. Thank you. Check. Oh my god! That's what's next. Oh god! No, for real. Yeah, that's my plan. Fuck it. Go back to the origin story. That's the thing. There's a there's a thing that I love. It's called etymology, and etymology is the origin of words, and the origin of thoughts, and the origin of where did something come from. So that's what I do. I follow the trail. I don't go to the first basic question, which is why I generally don't like doing press because they will ask the most obvious question. I'm like, literally, the cold bears. I'm like, don't. I said before I even went on that, I said, I'm not interested in questions. I'm interested in the Dick Cavett style talk show. If you guys don't know what that is, look up Dick Cavett, C A V E T T. Very specifically, my favorite one is an interview he did with Gore Vidal and Norman Mailer. Get fucking smart. Go educate yourself. Figure it out. Um, it's really cool, too. It's funny as shit. And that's the kind of discourse we used to have on television. And now we have what we have uh, because, you know, y'all are stupid. You don't get it. We need to have shiny object, quick cuts, stuff yeah. so you understand. It's so Sound deplorable. Bites. No, it's just deplorable how they, they – uh, these are the deplorables, the people behind it. Well, what I'm talking about with the Z situation is mm. this was a, a murky— but I, Do you not think the English language lends to no nuance? That's the, one of, of the course, problems. Of course it doesn't. 
I don't mean F for that girl. I mean for oh, media. No, for I a, gave some back end. Just yeah. So you could, maybe you can clarify. So what happened with Aziz is that it was consensual sex. and she didn't They didn't even have. Me. No, they did not have sex. Aziz Ansari and this girl did not have sex. They went on a date. Uh, she went back up to his house. They had a glass of wine. Um, and then they made out. And it just it went farther. He, went, uh, he she gave him a blowjob. He went down on her for a second. She said she didn't want to do anymore. He was like, "Okay, let's watch TV." Right, and then she woke up feeling kind of no, she didn't wake up. She le- he was like, "I'll call you an Uber." She leaves. They don't have sex, and then she sends him a text being like, "I was very uncomfortable. You should have read my nonverbal cue." It was a right. Um, so that's hard. So, but that's a very t- okay. I but get that, it. but I this get is it. one okay. of my point. This is the point I want to make that is important because if we're talking about social constructs, what that story, as embarrassing it is and uncomfortable, uncomfortable for the girl, uh, uncomfortable Probably, for Aziz right. yeah. and embarrassing for him, what it does is, thank God, it's the face of nuance where yes. it's the girl stepping into herself where it, it brings up, well, if you don't, if you, if you got to listen to your intuition. I mean, there's, gotta, yeah, but there's things of like me laying under the guy pumping away with tears where you're like, how obvious oh, can I be? Of um, course. And I've been there but, too. <laughs> but this, you're right. That is a good conversation to be had. And him, I should and read about that and say, I was just, so, I was so overloaded. You have to of understand. Course. You're Rose like, McGowan. You're the forefront of this whole movement. The amount of <laughs> messages like, I get from people. Oh my fucking Christ. And that the stuff is so traumatizing and I feel so for each individual, but I get told stuff that like, well, will curl your hair. I would be very interested to hear what you would say about it. But my okay. point is what it represents. She whatever, hadn't come into her own power yet. Well, the, uh, it was just and so And he murky. was somebody that was... He had no power over her life. He is a man, though. It was confusing. The bottom line is they're both, they both have work to do because men mm-hmm, are taught mm-hmm. via media, like a movie like Porky's or I, fucking Revenge of get, the Nerds. No, hello, any Adam Sandler. You Annie owe me. Adam you Sorry. owe me because I'm me. Yes. And also. Not me I, famous. I mean me, man. Man. And also men are taught. If you keep pushing, if you keep pushing, yeah. if you keep pushing, get you get you 10 want. times, she'll say yes. And a woman is taught. There are a million different Locked things. Women, on. Or what's, oh yes, of course. I'm like, what's and, Don? Just watched it, yeah. You, but no, but Don is exactly what you're talking about. And what ends up for her is how that girl maybe felt when she left. When she left. Do you understand? What do you mean? No. When she left, when that, uh, the, the woman from the Aziz Ansari episode uh, of Real Life, the episode of Real Life. The reps of Real Life. The episode of Real Life um, that, you know, should, that, that, that is the, how she felt was that she felt like part of her got shot. Yeah. And that what got shot was what she offered up because she didn't know how to say no. She didn't know any better. But she, there's also no language. I was engaged three fucking times before I got married to people I never wanted to be married to because I literally did not know how to say no. I was going through computer files in my mind when this guy was on his knees every single time like, uh, uh. And I, and I remember one time it got, went into my head, Miss Manners has never covered this situation um, because you see every single image is, yes, he's asking to marry me. I'm so lucky to be oh, chosen. Ah. And then the ring is on the woman why not on the man why because he can piss on the tree stump this is mine no and your worth is how big your ring is it's disgusting people i beg you to get out of it and this is the conversation but it's like men being taught this thing where they're not allowed to cry they've got to be strong women thinking well men are supposed to have all the answers they've got to make money they've got to be strong they've got to show no emotion and women also did you have the thing where you felt like you're my something that i did over and over was my career is the hobby his is the important one yeah Fuck I'll that. go follow the dude in the band and go on tour with him, miss out on potential jobs in Los well, Angeles or, you know, because like, because that'll end well. Yeah. And he's going to be fine and you're going to still be like playing catch up with you. But it's really about flying. It's, I'll close with this. It's really about us finding ourselves, finding the word no, because the word no, when you said no to people or when you stood up and when you say no more, no one's going to die from that. <laughs> 
and hopefully it's and if we can change constructs because otherwise you might is the problem you see meaning they kill us meaning there's a network called id 24 hours a day of women getting sexualized and killed reenactments of course so there's ever flowing content and 60 percent of gun violence deaths each year are women in america specifically and nobody knows that and nobody talks about it i got that directly from a cop so maybe the nra would uh, beg to differ but i don't and and overwhelmingly black women and women of color and so what that means is we're considered disposable and we have to know our own worth and know that we are not disposable we are beings we are beings of light and we carry consequence and we carry truth and on the other side it's the same exact thing but men need to get fucking deep they need to get way way deeper because otherwise you are a boring mayonnaise khaki pants brain and there's no reason for you to be here so get out of my way get out of our way and i mean that in the nicest way because if you get out of our way you're gonna find your humanity don't push don't 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 push more people be women people, be no, but we're yes, we women are. are people. Shocking, but true. I ran into two um, two young women on the street here in Los Angeles, actually, and they said, "Thank you." I went into the room, and for the first time, the men were listening to me. And a writer came up to me. She said, "I'm in the writing room. It's the first time I'm being listened to," and that you know, made me cry. And I think that's what I'm about. That freedom right there. That's my movement. My movement is humanity. My movement is to stop the flaming bus. So when people conflate it and and go low on me, I'm like, go high, go high, because that's where I live. I don't live in a low wave. I don't. And you don't have to either. And I know most of you don't or don't think you are, but look at where you are in a cult. Look at where your belief system is coming in. Look at why you look like the way you do or behave the way you do and see how much of it is you Hmm. and see how much of it is told to you. That that stands for for men most especially too. What's running you? Yeah, and why? What's running you and why? And get to the etymology. E-T-Y-M-O-L-O-G-Y. Look at the source. Find the kernel of truth. Look at it yourself. And be free. Be free. That's it. That's my message. Thank you, Rose McGowan. You're welcome, Alexi Wasser. Are you related to the Cracker Company? Oh, the Cracker Company? I want my money. No, I'm not. Who are they? Vasa Crackers. God they're they're German it. or Swedish or something. Maybe they'll sponsor the podcast. Right. Um, listen. Hey, Canon or Lumix. Or Taco Bell. Or Taco Bell. Yeah. Dude, shout out. Taco Bell. Sponsor yeah. me. Sponsor <laughs> me. Sponsor me. Oh, my God. Okay, so we got... We got uh, <laughs> We got the docu-series on E. Citizen Rose that you can watch now online, and that's coming up. It'll go on air again in April. And then... Planet Nine. Planet Nine, y'all. So I just released a song kind of on lo-fi. I'm not doing press for it really just yet, but it's called Sirene. And the lyrics are, I know your truth. I know your rage. I know their lies. I know their hate. I know the truth. I know they lie. But then the, the, the chorus is... Um, we are fire, we are Mars, and that's all we are. And so that one, Planet Nine, is, is, it, it is an opus. It is a masterpiece. I know what I did. And same with the book. I, I, made, I make masterpieces. It's what I do because I don't know how else to be anything but fucking good because you know what? I've had to do stuff that was not to my taste or my liking, and people are like get mad about that. Hey, you were on Charm, but you didn't like it. I'm like, fuck off. I had to talk to leprechauns, okay? Suck it. You don't know my life. My brain does not reside with leprechauns, okay? It's not where I live. You might like it. That's cool. I'm glad I was of service. That's enough. I gave enough at the office. I gave enough at the office.
can you also read your own book and get on audio, right? Audio book. I read That's it. It was my so favorite. weird, dude. It was so weird. How great. How many hours does that take? Two uncomfortable days with this creepy lady from the publishing company sitting in there with pearls on and just staring at me like I was a freak. Um, That's my favorite way to The mayonnaise-looking man behind doing the engineering. It was most fun when I got to talk about men in there, which is not, again, a vicious attack. It's it's, It's a deconstruction to be free. Yeah. Look at what you are. Get the fuck out. It's really fun, actually, being free. It's hard. Um, It is harder. You know, one of my songs I open is called Lonely House. It opens the album. It's seven minutes of spoken word, but with um, it's one of the Daft Punk producers and um, and uh, this underground duo called Punishment in Paris that made the music it's beautiful. But I directed this whole say experience because that's what I know how to do. And Lonely House opens with, "Are you lonely on your planet? Are you lonely on the fringe?" And that's the thing when you're free. You might be a fringe person. But the more and more free people there are, we will come to outnumber. And we will no longer be the freaks on the fringe that get hurt. It's okay. It's all good. Join us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Alexi. Thank you, Rose McGowan. Good vibes. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Now leaving Nerdist.com. (laughs) 